Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. So this is episode two of my journey and how I ended up becoming a registered dietitian and really specializing in focusing on emotional eating, right? And then also um, more of the integrative and functional nutrition approach. So it all started, I want to say, after I had my son. So my son is going to be 13 in December of this year. So I cannot believe that when I look back and I say the number 13, 13 years ago. Um, wow. Like how old am I? Right. And I really believe that the, um, debilitating piece of me or the, you know, physical and um, health piece really started after I had him. So that was 13 years ago. But prior to that, unintentionally knowing from my childhood experiences that I know that I've shared with you a little bit about my father and my grandfather, but also just my upbringing in terms of being treated with food, right? And and, a, and all this was coming from a place of love and compassion and empathy for my family. I was always um, managed and treated with food, okay? And again, it could have been if it was a sad time, right? It could have been if it was a happy time. It could have been if if we were bored and, you know, stuck in the house because of a rainstorm or, you know, winter snowstorms living in New England. So these, you know, everything in my life was centered around food. And my joy of cooking started with my grandmother and my father especially. That was a common bond that me and my father had. We used to like to eat very similar things. We... um you know, loved to, to go to different restaurants. And, you know, he used to, you know, I had my sister and I had my mom. They were, you know, although they ate the food, they were, you know, they weren't as, they were fussy, right? So me and my dad kind of had this connection. And as I continued to grow up, even though, you know, he had the heart trouble and, and all those things, we still had this, this love of food. And, you know, it, 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 it was an expression. It was an expression. So again, unintentionally knowing I, I, I became this emotional eater in a sense. And, you know, coming from a family of larger people, if anybody knows me and knows my family, you know, besides me and my sister, a lot of us, you know, tend to be a little bit more around, around the middle. And, you know, it's neither a bad or a good thing, but I don't think health was a big priority for my family. And I think a lot of times because of the way they were brought up, health was going to the doctor and getting yourself fixed, whether that was surgery or a medication. And that is not my belief today. Although I understand when it's warranted, you know, when something is wrong, I try to understand why it's wrong, number one. And then number two, try to change it with 
my lifestyle, whether it's my lifestyle, if I can change it, whether it's diet, whether it's my mindset and all of those things. And I do believe that if my family uh, was around that and they were taught that, then they would have taught us that. And, you know, when I look back at my grandparents and, and their grandparents and how they were raised, it, it just wasn't like that. So again, you know, this is all out of coming out of love. So so let's so let's let's you know keep talking and 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 let me keep explaining and I and I think I had left off with saying that I did the intrafit I really got into fitness and I started caring about my health a lot more and um, I firmed up I don't know if I necessarily lost any weight but inches came off and you know I started to look and feel good and strong and you know when I was younger I used to train martial arts for many years. And I just became a, a really more active person, even though I was in the restaurant business as a young adult and I had access to all this food, which I did eat and try, I still cared. I still cared about my health and, and how I felt. So I used to restrict myself a lot. And I had this mentality that I could eat what I wanted when I wanted, but then I would make up for it on a weekend, right? I kind of had that mentality of like, oh, let's have a cheat day. And you know, that's just not what I believe now. Because just the word in general, cheat, just, it's not good. It doesn't make, necessarily make me feel good. No matter what anybody thinks that's on them. But for me personally, um, it just, it just didn't feel good. And, and it didn't feel good on my body. And you would, it, you know, the recovery would, would take long. So, you know, I guess an example would be uh, overeating sweets. You know, even though they were good quality and homemade, I'd overeat them because they were so delicious or overeating high fat foods. I remember one of the restaurants I used to work with, they used to have something called um, the Connecticut Connecticut cut. And all that simply meant is that the prime rib, we sell prime rib and it would be on the bone. And at the end of the night, when it was over, we would have, you know, some of the cuts left with the bone. And I remember just putting those meat cuts back in the braising pan that it was sitting in all night with the fat and adding tomato paste and Worcestershire and other spices to kind of make a barbecue sauce and just eating that late at night and not feeling well. And I think as a young adult, you know, staying up late, hanging out, I never understood or realized what I was doing to myself. And then when I think of the family history and the background, um, you know, I, I, I was happy because I had all this access to this great food and I was sharing it with friends, right, at work and everyone loves my cooking. So I was praised and it was emotional for me, right? And, and, um, but then in the same sense, I knew I didn't feel well. So it, 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 essentially it took some time, but I figured it out. Like I said, went back to school, um, became a dietitian, which I'm happy that I did. I got some good advice from some great guidance counselors along the way, um, telling me not to just be a nutritionist, nothing against people that are just not nutritionists, but by going to school to be a dietitian, you got the education behind it, right? You understood the body, you understood the biochemistry behind it. And that's when I really started to understand that <laughs> restricting caused stress on my body, um, you know, over expenditure of the uh, energy of, you know, mass creating these athleticism things that I used to do, whether it was like a boot camp or, you know, doing my martial arts all day, not eating, then overeating when it was time to eat. And, you know, just starting to not see the results that I was seeing before after a certain amount of time of, um, you know, working out. And then I got pregnant, right? And then I had a child. So that all coupled 
I think brought my body up to where it was, where it was just so stressed out. And even though maybe mentally I didn't think I was stressed out, physically I was. So um, anybody that knows the body or knows anything about the function of the body, you know, my adrenals, my stress glands, you know, maybe my thyroid issue was, you know, they checked my panel, it was fine, and my lipids and all the normal conventional tests may have come back within normal limits, but I was exhausted and I was so tired. And I remember when my son was born, I was determined to breastfeed him as I did, but I struggled with that. And um, I had a very low milk supply, I became depressed, and I think... It, you know, I didn't think, I know, it was really because I wasn't nourishing myself mentally or physically. And um, once again, I started to explore, I started to educate myself and realizing that um, it wasn't just food, right? It was the thoughts that I had around food. And then from those thoughts, it generated these, these feelings, right? feelings and then the feelings created like this emotion which started to like mold and manipulate and create new neurons within my mind which became my brain I mean it's really that four-step process in some sense so it took some time um so you know as my son grew um as I you know matured as a mother I, I still don't know what I'm doing as a mother but um you know at least I have 13 well 12 and a half years experience um, within that time, I started to have really, really incredible fatigue. Uh, I used to do a, I was a consistent person doing boot camp. I stopped doing martial arts because my son really wasn't into it. So I didn't have the capacity nor the time. So I had found another love of something that I got really consistent with, and that was a boot camp. But I found that I used to just get so extremely fatigued and tired. And I'd wake up in the morning, and I remember putting my feet on the ground, and my body would just ache. My, my uh, joints would kill and I it just used to take everything out of me to just start my day. And, you know, there was a time in my life, um, you know, some, some, some things had happened and, you know, uh, me and my son's father ended up going through a divorce and, you know, we had, I had some stressful things going on. So I had just assumed that that's why I was so tired and why I was so fatigued. And as time went on, and as I started to heal mentally from all of that, my body still felt that way. And, you know, I just kept, kept, I kept contributing it to, you know, I have to eat better. You know, I have to exercise. And I would still exercise. And I would still, you know, restrict my eating. And not necessarily restrict it or anything, but I would just eat very well. I ate very well. You know, I always had my fruits and vegetables. And I always had my protein. I used to do my protein shake. I ate very well. But I felt like shit. So, you know, I, I, even where I worked, I had a doctor. I used to talk to the doctor and I've taken blood work and everything was fine. So I was, I was convinced that, you know what, something is wrong. And I remember that the doctor that I worked with at the clinic had suggested to me, you know, maybe you have some like rheumatoid arthritis or fibromyalgia. And, um, you know, she was suggesting the, you know, these, these medications and yada, yada, yada. And that just like scared the shit out of me. Right. So I explored alternative medicine, right? Um, I explored, you know, some Reiki practices. I got um, hooked up with a woman who was a psychologist counselor in addition to a Reiki master. And I also got hooked up with a naturopathic doctor who uh, explored and, and started to take some functional tests that I was unaware of. Come to find out, I mean, I was I was really low in so many nutrients, especially my vitamin D. My vitamin D was below 
15. Any of you that are aware of vitamin D levels, um, you know, just the basic normal conventional levels, knowing what I know now and depending on which doctors you listen to, especially if they're functional doctors, medicine doctors, they're going to tell you that that's too low, right? They want to see it around 40. And not only does that help with creating a natural immunity and making you less susceptible to, um, you know, viruses and disease, but it also helps with so many other processes in your body and hormone regulation and uh, lipid metabolism and bone synthesis and all these great things, mental health. So vitamin D is, is, is just, it's amazing. And so just that, just telling you that and telling you that it was so low is definitely one of the reasons why I was struggling. Also my B12 and, um, you know, all my electrolytes were taken. I was deficient in magnesium and calcium. And if these functional tests continued to dip, then what would have happened eventually is, is a chronic condition, right? Whether that would have been a hypothyroidism, whether that would have been, well, hypothyroidism is an autoimmune, but any kind of autoimmune that could have been triggered from that, from just not getting my levels up to where they needed to be. And even though I was active and even though I was trying to get the proper rest and even though I was, you know, eating a very healthy diet, I was overweight. I was at least 20 pounds overweight. I never lost all my weight from my pregnancy. I gained about 40 pounds and I still had probably about 28 of it still on. And um, I just was stressed. I was stressed. And again, Maybe mentally I didn't think I was stressed, but physically I was. And because of that, it started to drain and deplete the nutrients needed in my body. So I really needed to take a look inside uh, more. So, you know, here I am today. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, to make this as short as possible. But, you know, along this journey, there were a lot of things that I explored. You know, um, did I have food sensitivities? Should I go vegan? You know, a lot of other things based off of some of the other natural paths that I worked with approach. And it really wasn't until I met a young naturopath who I um, really uh, valued what it was that she said. She no longer is practicing now, but I worked with her. I had an opportunity to meet her when I was doing some subcontracting work at a place in Farmington. Connecticut. And, um, you know, she gave me some advice. She took some blood work and I listened to her and I'm happy that I did because that's when I really started to see a difference. And I changed my supplementation regimen and, um, I started exercising differently. Right. So that kind of mentality that I always thought like, Oh, you know, you had a, no, no pain, no gain. And I always thought that you had to work really, really hard or, or you weren't going to see any success. You know, not that I, you know, the, 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 what I chose wasn't hard, but it was different on my body. And, you know, I, I found a, a lovely person who, um, invited me to, uh, like yoga. And, you know, even though she was, she was someone that I used to work with, and I never was a big fan of yoga. Um, and I think it was because of the environment that I originally tried it in. So, uh, when that naturopath had said to me, you need to find some form of activity that would be good for you. That's not going to be so hard on your body. You maybe want to consider yoga. So I was like, okay. So there was a yoga studio in my town where I lived and I decided, all right, let me give it another shot. And I'm so happy that I did because, you know, for at least two years I was consistent with it. And it, and it was not only great for my body and my strength 
it was it was good for my heart because um coming from that martial art background and the mental health piece and the meditation and um all this mindfulness practice that i did un again unintentionally knowing right because that's what it is it's the big you know thing now everyone's like oh mindfulness it's not like this aha thing where you're sitting where you're cross you know your legs are crossed and your eyes are closed i mean it could be that if you want it to be but essentially it's just connecting with yourself right understanding yourself that could be prayer i mean that to me right because i'm a you know i believe in, in a higher power uh whether you want to call that higher power god source whatever it is i believe in god and and i and i believe that um you know yoga when i found that it was it connected me to not only myself, but to my surroundings. And, and it was a good thing. So that's what I really started to see improvement. And, you know, to this day, I recognize how important it is to not only move your body and exercise your body, but I think it's also important to make sure that you set time aside to be with yourself whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, whether it's um, just being, maybe, maybe it's informal, right? And you're walking and, and you're noticing uh, the colors outside or, you know, how the temperature feels on your skin, whatever it may be, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to not be disassociated from your inner self because what happens is, is sometimes because we're not feeling well or because maybe we don't think we understand or we don't know, we go and we seek professional advice and, and, and we trust them, right? But sometimes if we're not connected to our inner self and we don't understand what it is that we really need personally, whether it's what the doctors say or the counselors say or not, then in my opinion, it's not really going to help you as much as you think it needs to help you. One of the reasons why I call my business Healing Heart is that any time you do something, you have to have the intention to have the heart behind it. Because if you just do it just to do it, it may be okay for a while, but if you don't have that intention or you don't have that heart behind it, you're not going to be as successful. The, the journey's not going to be as enjoyable. And I think because of, you know, my pain and my struggles and the stress, um, you know, my background, my love of food, eating, you know, my child coming into the world and, and me wanting to, to get stronger and healthier for him, to not accepting what was told to me by a conventional doctor who I loved and respected as she worked with me. Um, in a place in a facility who I, re I highly respected and had a high regard for her it just didn't it wasn't right it just didn't feel right and that hence led me to expand my knowledge as a dietitian to find other things and to be open to exploring other things even though maybe prior in my early years of my career it was kind of like oh that was nutrition quackery you don't really want to do that but I found um healing in it and I found support in it and I found it helpful to me. Hence as to, you know, why I am here today. Um, you know, I ended up losing my job in COVID as a lot of us did. And I wanted to find a place that aligned with my values in the healthcare system so that I could serve others in a meaningful way. And I just found that I couldn't really find anything. So I created my own, right? So I have a very wise person in my life, a lot of wise women, but my sister, all of you know, I'm very close to my sister. And, you know, she told me, do do this, Cheryl, do this on your own, do this, you know, you, you, you can do this. And so I did. So here I am. And I, um, you know, although that was just my personal story, I learned a lot from it and it widened my approaches and it educated me on, you know, the, the truth of true food, food sensitivities. Like it's a real thing. 
Um, it doesn't mean that it's a real thing for everybody, but it is a real thing. And if it's not looked at as a real thing, it can trigger things in the body. Um, being depleted of nutrients, right? It's a real thing. I don't care how healthy you eat. If, you know, the way our food supply is now living, especially in the United States, the way our soils are depleted, I don't care how healthy you eat. You're still going to need, in my opinion, some type of supplementation. Okay. Um, and that, you know, I was evidence of that, you know, living a pretty decent life other than maybe being stressed once in a while. I ate fairly well and I was overweight and nutritionally de depleted that I would have never known if I didn't get that functional blood work because the conventional blood work was showing that I was fine. So, you know, if I would have kept going down that road, people would have maybe said to me, your doctors may have been saying, well, maybe you're depressed. We need to put you on antidepressant or maybe you do this or maybe you do that. I'm not saying that's what could have happened, but from what I was doing and where I was exploring and the people that I was talking to, I could see that that's the road that I would have went down. And I knew it wasn't right. Again, that heart, again, that intention. So I want to bring what I've learned and my experiences with you. And of course, my love of eating, my emotion of eating and um, helping you to heal, helping whether that's the mindset, whether that's the gut, whether it's chronic conditions and just have a meaningful conversation and, um, you know, have this be impactful. And if there's questions or if there's something that I don't know, then I will do my best to find out. So that's it for today. And uh, I appreciate everyone who's listening. I look forward to bringing more to you as I continue to create episodes. And I hope you all have a wonderful and meaningful day. Take care. Thanks everybody for listening to the Dramatically D Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto.